0: Of the road just pivot and go, just pivot and go, Ken Coleman. Welcome to the podcast, man. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you on here. We have a lot of mutual friends, and you know what? I read your book, which I don't even read a whole lot of books, I do most audiobooks. But once I started this, it's like, wow, okay, here's another value add. Oh, I can use this in my life. Oh, another thing that I really actually need to put into play. So. Thank you for writing the book, with a Purpose to Paycheck, but just uh, thank you for coming on the podcast, my man.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you, David. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So, start us off with a bang. Maybe something that not everybody knows about Ken Coleman and the Ramsey Group and just something something different about you.
1: All right. So, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing now uh, as a broadcaster and an author and a speaker and helping people discover what they're supposed to be doing with their lives... I would be a basketball coach. I love the game of basketball. Uh, unfortunately, I'm five, eight and a half and can't jump over paper. So we had a whole lot of passion, but not enough talent, which I'm sure we'll get into that and why that's a big problem later. But uh, I think that's the thing, man. I I, uh, I love coaching and I get to coach people, as you know, every day uh, on air. But uh, I, uh, I'm a nut, man, when it comes to basketball. I love the game.
0: Oh, Ken, I love you even more so. You know, I used to coach in the NBA, and no, I know I can't jump. And I'm not. And I'm
1: not. I'm not just like pandering to you. That's the truth.
0: Well, I can't jump either. So I mean, and I'm not like I'm not that tall. You could be like no. Scott Brooks. You could be like my uncle yeah. Nick up in Toronto. Like they, they Oh, you, I know. You still I'm just have trying a to be.
1: I'm. I'm just trying to like uh, make sure that my heart doesn't go the wrong direction because that is what I dreamed of. Man, I. Uh, I uh, was a good little point guard. Pass first point guard oh, love to uh, play with you, right? just a just an obnoxious defender mm. because i didn't have incredible physical tools but yeah. I, I love the game man i just have always loved the x's and o's of the game i uh, love watching it love coaching it you know it's just i just love it so yeah i am the world you've been in and i mean i just love it man i'm friends with a lot of basketball coaches on nice. twitter that uh just kind of follow some of my content. I've encouraged them behind the scenes. I speak to some teams. Cool. You know, just behind the scenes, you know, cuz I just love it.
0: Dude, Ken, you're my type of player. I never pass, so that's perfect. I don't play Yeah, you with would have them. loved playing I with just me. just shoot. Yeah, you're like the John Stockton yeah. in the flesh. Perfect,
1: man. Yeah, I would have literally said, "David, just go spot up. I'm going I'm going to get the rock to you." Oh my god. You're Run right. your lane, that's what I would have said. I, I'll get it to you.
0: That's it, man. Okay, like we could talk about basketball all day, but we'll actually get into <laughs> some other stuff. So, Ken, tell us about the time you were stuck in your life. You had to make that yeah. pivot, and you just broke through to what you are doing today, and and you've achieved incredible success. Now, success in air quotes in your own mm-hmm. terms and definitions, of course, but uh, yeah, talk to us yeah. about how you how you got through your pivot and you broke through.
1: Yeah, so I got to take you to, you know, the age of 33 33 years old and uh, wife and three kids. And up to this point, I had been on a track to run for political office at some point. So I'd kind of been building my business resume, my leadership chops, and then uh, was kind of prepared, poised to see if there's an opportunity in the future where I would run for office because I thought that was my purposeful path. And I, uh, at the age of 33, I'd come to the realization that that was not the path at all and had lost the juice for that. And when you've been on purpose, very intentional towards a path for a long time, and then you come to the realization that that's not it, that you got to pivot, that's very disheartening, very discouraging. And, and so I, you know, I sat with it and wrestled with it and felt like a failure and to, tons of fear and doubt had I wasted my life up to this point, I'm going to be middle-aged soon. And so I was really wrestling with that. And that's when I decided that uh, I wasn't going to just sit around and mope about it. I wasn't going to keep laying awake at night, that I was going to get into the process of self-discovery and figure out what is it? I, I couldn't be that far off. I didn't waste my life at this point. So where, where am I off a little bit and what do I need to do? And so um, had some great men in my life who were who were life coaches and great thinkers and they gave me some processes and they worked with me some and I and then I just took it and ran with it and dug deep and I realized that um, that it was broadcasting huh. and so there were some similarities between politics and broadcasting largely and I wanted to communicate to make people's lives better and so I looked at sports broadcasting did some of that got into it a little bit in the Atlanta area and realized that that while it was was something that I was good at and that I enjoyed, the result of the work wasn't connecting to my heart. And so that's when I began to understand, okay, wait a second. I want to broadcast. I want to communicate. I want to write books. But I want to do it not to entertain people, which is what sports, you know, radio and sports television would be. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. But for me, it wasn't the result that I wanted to produced what I wanted to produce was influence transformation of people and so when I began to figure that out I began to get a little bit of momentum and then try some things and so that was the pivot that's the point at which I made a very serious pivot and took me many many years to get there but um, I worked a day job ran my own small business uh, that would just take care of the basics provide for the family and allow me the uh, independence, to chase this very, very difficult industry.
0: Yeah, well, anybody watching this on YouTube, like, can you look the part of a politician? Like, I would vote for you, just by the way. You're like, great-looking guy. You look like you're just this leader politician. But, no, I love how you talked about it doesn't happen overnight. Like, you're going to be stuck. No. And you're going to be in that pit for a while. But you have developed tools, like awesome Mm -hmm. tools, and I'm not just pumping you up because your book's coming out. Like, they're good. To help people become unstuck and find their dream job. And from purpose to paycheck. I really love nope. how you break.
1: Flip that. You got to flip it. From paycheck <laughs> to purpose. See, yeah, I had it, it happens. down here.
0: And there it is. Paycheck to purpose. Everybody looking at like, hey, I'm talking all this there great stuff on Ken's book. And then I say the title wrong. <laughs> hey, get that out of the way. No, no. Guys. It
1: happens. It happens. But see, that's key, though, to point it out. Because. Ooh. everybody needs a paycheck, right? We've got to have provision in our work, yeah. All right, Yeah. that, that that's, that's, we get that. But everybody longs for contribution. So we need provision, but we long for contri- contribution. And so the reason I chose the title to be in that order is I don't want people working just for a paycheck. Yes. I want them working for a purpose. And so that's the idea here is we take you from seeing work as this thing I do to live, And we flip it to, I live to do this work. I'm not a workaholic and I'm not putting all my identity into my professional uh, contributions. But what I am doing is seeing the tie between my relational purpose, my humanness and my professional purpose. And that there is a contribution that somebody in this world needs from you through your work. It's not about you, it's about others. So that's, uh, that's why the title is what it is because that's the shift. That's the focus that I'm yes. uh, really challenging a lot of people who don't see work the way that you and I see work.
0: Yes. Hey, and maybe I'd set that up on purpose. Maybe I messed up the title on purpose just so you could give that powerful Come on.
1: point, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it happens. Hey, hey. It's called live. It's called live broadcasting. I can't tell you how many times I've said a word the wrong way oh, or whatever. It's no man, big deal.
0: I've had people on my podcast that I've known and like know their stuff really well and and said their name <laughs> wrong, said their last name wrong. I was like, well, yeah. Hey,
1: yeah, but it happens? I want
0: to get into the book, and I want to get into finding your yep. dream job because ultimately, at the yep. core, people—that's what people are looking for. We're looking for this purpose with this passion. You have yep. a seven-step formula to be yep. able to find this. Can you go through this, and we can just—we'll break the points sure. down, and I'm sure we'll dive into yeah. some nitty-gritty.
1: Yeah, I'll just roll through cool. the seven stages, and then let you pick and pick and pop. Okay, you like mm. that? You see what I just did yeah. there—a little yeah, yeah. basketball oh. reference, because you know okay. I'm not rolling so, to
0: the hole. I'm not. I'm picking and popping. Three I know.
1: Ball. I know. You want to <laughs> shoot the three. I already can tell. I know where you want to be. Uh, okay, so the seven stages. And the reason that we, we use the stage metaphor and the mountain metaphor is because this really is a climb, and and, and and this is this is a hustle. So the seven stages are get clear is stage one. Stage two is get qualified. Stage three is get connected. Stage four is get started. Stage five is get promoted. Stage six is get the dream job. And stage seven is give yourself away. So that's when we're at the top of the mountain. And so as we break this down, know that you will be in stage two and three at the same time. Get qualified and get connected. And know you'll be in stage six and seven at the same time. Get the dream job. Give yourself away. And so we can unpack that. But it starts with stage one. Stage one is what it's all about. Uh, There are people listening to this right now that they're already past stage one, but but retreating maybe back to stage one to get clear is what they need to get the confidence to move forward through fear and doubt that they're facing right now. And so what do we mean by get clear? Very simple. I need to be clear on what it is I want to do and where I want to go and why I want that. And so we do that by looking at the three indicators, the three elements that every human being comes into this world with, talent. These are things you do well, very well. We're not talking about average. We're talking about doing things well. Hard skills, people skills, character traits, okay? Passion refers to work you love to do, just the work itself, okay? Like, you love the work. You get excited about thinking about the work. You get excited when you're performing the work, and you don't want to quit the work. High emotion, high devotion. And the final indicator or element is mission. Results that matter deeply to you. Results that matter deeply to you. We think of mission uh, most of the time in a military context, right? So we think, what's the mission? What's the objective? And so when we think of work, if you can tie passion and mission together, I love the work and the results of the work deeply connect to my values. Mm. Now we've got the heart totally engaged. And then talent is just over here as the bucket of premium tools that we use. So here's how this works together. When I get clear, I know my purpose. And this is what your purpose statement looks like. I was created to use what I do best, talent, to do work I love, passion, to produce results that matter to me, mission. That's as tight as it gets. There's no air in that sentence. And and by the way, David, The power in that purpose statement is that there is tremendous clarity which will give you the confidence to step out on the path and it will give you the courage when you need it to stay on the path. But absent of clarity, uh, when life throws its fear and doubt at you and setbacks and all the things, you will become confused and disoriented. But when you are clear and you can retreat back to clarity and that purpose statement I just talked about mm. turns into a compass Oof. and it keeps me pointed towards the mountaintop that I know I'm supposed to climb. That's the importance of that first stage getting clear. We will be
0: right back to the podcast. Don't you worry. But I have to tell you about this company it just blows me away. Something that I, I really had a struggle with and I'm being completely open and vulnerable. That most men out there actually do, it's testosterone and blokes, blokes, b L O K E S, Modern Men's Health. What is it? Testosterone replacement therapy. They teach you on how to increase your testosterone. And I'll tell you, it is a game changer. Why do you want to increase testosterone? Well, it is what builds muscle, it is the you know, it's the primary energy source driver. And they also they specialize in peptides now peptides are a thing that most people don't really know a whole lot about but what they are are a short chain of amino acids that can enhance functions in the body for example insulin is a peptide actually that helps diabetics manage blood sugar and peptides are very specifically targeted to play a big role in telling the cells in the body what what to do they're basically like your own team of optimization enhancers that make you even better, stronger, more energy, healthier. So check out blokes, blokes blokes.co, blokes.co, B-L-O-K-E-S.co modern men's health it has been a game changer for me and it will be a game changer for you so all males out there who don't want to admit that you might have lower testosterone than you think one get it checked out blokes does all of that for you and they will come up with a game plan to make sure you are dominating life check it out let me know back to the podcast oh we are speaking the same language here brother so this is building the foundation is clarity comes first you have to be Mm -hmm. clear in what you want now I'm going to ask you this question because a lot of people can't find their clarity and Mm -hmm. it is if you have purpose and passion then yes you are absolutely on a mission but what what if you only have one what if you have this hard drive hard skills but you're not doing what you love so the question becomes and this is what most people struggle with like, do I continue to do this because it provides a value to my family, because it provides a paycheck, or, or do you burn those ships and go all in for your for your passion?
1: Yeah.
0: What is Well, it like? what, what it's a really good question. People? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, yes. it's 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 a tough. Like, people go different ways on it. But what would you tell people yeah. for like the yeah. ideal way to go about it to live your life?
1: Well, just as I described. So, if you're in a position now and you're making really good money, and it's a talent-only job, mm-hmm. so you can be successful with talent only. So, if I, if we take that three-part construct that I just yep. taught on, and if it's talent only, you will be successful because you're really good at it. I mean, you're you're operating in an area of skill, high proficiency, so you'll be talented. Uh, and, I mean, excuse me, you'll be successful because of the talent. But what's missing is the heart piece. That, that I don't actually love yeah. it. And so eventually burnout's going to happen. Boredom yeah. is going to happen. That's where, Great boy, dangerous things happen, man. We're talking uh, affairs. We're talking addictions. We're talking uh, horrible money decisions because you're trying to fill the heart. Mm. And and so talent alone will make you successful. Talent plus passion, there will be some satisfaction, but watch this. When I am using my talent to perform my passion, to produce my mission, accomplish my mission, I am now experiencing significance, fulfillment. Significance. Great. And so that's what we're that's what we're all chasing, which by the way, everyone that's listening today or watching today is significant, just in their humanness. But yeah. it is filling that significant role that we all long to fill, that's when we really attain fulfillment. So it could be the janitor, it could be uh, the school teacher, it could be the accountant, it could be the CEO uh, or the coach or whatever you could fill in the blank. So back to your question, um, specifically what you asked is a really good question. Okay, do I leave this thing that I'm talented at to go all in? Mm, Only if you have the financial wherewithal to go all in. But most of the time, most people that I'm coaching on the Ken Coleman Show – they're going to have to stay in this area of talent for a season while they're getting qualified stage 2, while they're getting connected stage 3 and getting to a point where they can now step from one dock or step off of the boat onto the dock or off the dock onto the boat, not jumping into oblivion. I'm not a fan of cliff jumping. No. In this process because that's how you get da- that's how you get hurt badly and many people David, you know this are sitting on the sidelines of life. They're on the bleachers because they did do an all-in jump, yeah. and it was way too risky. And the pain, the shame from bouncing is keeping them from pursuing the very thing they were supposed to pursue. And they were right uh, about the direction. They were wrong in the strategy. So I like to teach practicality here. Let's get clear. Uh, what What is in my sweet spot? Right? That, that intersection of talent, passion, and mission. And then what is it going to take to get qualified? Who do I need to get connected with so that I'm going to get an opportunity? And therefore, I walk from one one place to the other. And I love the word pivot here. You're a basketball coach. You teach this. The beauty of a pivot is I go from one position, and with a simple pivot, I change mm-hmm. my position and open up new opportunity. If we're going to really break down the X's and O's of basketball, that's the power of the pivot. Mm-hmm. I've got a defender here and no opportunity here. But if I pivot, I'm open now, there's an opportunity to score. Same same principle here. Oh,
0: I really like this is the best I've heard it said because it's it is going all in and it is becoming obsessed, but it's not completely going all in. So instead of burning the ships, essentially you're hiding the ships. Like you're acting like they're not there, but you still have that that stepping stone process.
1: Well that's really good. So here's the deal. You're in so you got to discover what ship do I need to be on, yeah. okay, to get me where I want to go. And then exactly. when I okay. get there, when I get into the dream job, then I burn the ships. Yes. Right? Yes. Like but that's that whole analogy. They burned the ships once they said, This is where we're gonna settle. This is where we're gonna plant. Now they say there's no going back. We're gonna right. remove the the temptation to withdraw. So that's the key. Once I know my direction. Uh, there's a whole lot of work involved to get there. Then once I'm there, yeah, I burn the ship.
0: Oh yeah, you're on your dream island. You don't need those ships anymore. You're not. You ain't going. That's back. right. Okay, I That's want to right. talk about. Let's let's go in deeper. I want to talk about. I really thought this was interesting in the book. The four questions to get you in the door because we're trying mm-hmm. to become qualified. That's one thing people say. Well, you know what? I I want this job, but uh, I don't have years of experience. But no one will hire me, so I can't get any experience. What are these four questions to get you in the door? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I love these questions because the greatest fear that we as humans face is the fear of the unknown. Absolutely. It's terrifying. Yep. I mean, if you think about driving in dense fog or a heavy downpour and you can't see past the front of your hood, it is a terrifying, debilitating situation. We pull off, we hit the brakes, we stop until we can see. And so in this, this uh, content here, I wanted people who are, are, who are who are saying, okay, I'm clear now. Now, how do I scale the mountain? And that mountain, even though we're very clear that that's the mountain we want to climb, as you know, David, um, it's incredibly intimidating when we just sit there and stare at the mountain and we don't focus on, well, how do I actually get up the mountain? So these four questions, these qualifying questions, reveal the answers you need to build a plan. And now that you have a plan, watch this, I'm not as scared because there's nothing to be fearful of. I know what steps I need to take. So here they are. The first one is the... Education question What do I need to learn? I'll come back and break these down. The second question is the experience question What do I need to do? The third question is the economic question How much is this going to cost me? And the fourth question is the expectation question How long will this take? All right, so now we'll break these questions down. Number one, the education question What do I need to learn? So many people in today's world automatically assume that they've got to get a degree. A four-year degree or a higher education degree, master's level, grad level degree, in order to pivot and and move to where they want to go. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's not. Increasingly in 2021, uh, companies aren't requiring degrees for for career right. paths that right. in the past they did, and certifications um, and other smaller, cheaper um education commitments will get you there so you've got to ask yourself in this particular question the two questions within the question what do I need to learn are is college the only way is college the best way and if the answer is no to either one of those I got great news there is a faster cheaper option go do it nobody mm. gives a crap mm. where you got qualified you're in the you, you come from the coaching world the highest level of the NBA let me tell you something coach doesn't care what college you come from, Mm-mm. they will draft you if they feel like you can help them win. They don't care if it's a D3 school, D2, they don't care. At the end of the day, they will draft you, they will sign you if they feel that you can do the job and help the team win. This is the truth for employers as well. And by the way, your customers yeah. don't care either where you went to school right. or how you got qualified. The customer goes, can you solve my problem? Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> So now the second question, the experience question, what do I need to do? I get so many calls on the Ken Coleman show, David, that it's, it's kind of frustrating uh, on their behalf. As they'll say, Ken, I've been applying for this job, this job, this job, this job. And they keep telling me I don't have enough experience. And I, Ken, I need help. How in the world am I going to get the experience if they won't hire me? And I feel like going, you're, you're applying for a job that's two or three rungs up the ladder. Nice. That's not how we climb ladders. Nice. We do one rung at a time. And so, yeah. You do need experience, but you can get it. Are you telling me that all the people in these levels that you're applying for never had any experience and they're just jacking with you? Of course not. Where must I go to get the experience I need to get where I want to go? So what's happening is we as humans, we're so driven by progress and we're tempted to just go, well, I'm going to kind of skirt the system here because I'm really awesome and special. And so I'm going to apply for a job and I don't have the experience they need, but I'm just going to kind of hope they like me. And then we get frustrated when they go, you don't have the experience. So here's the deal. Pay your dues. And so if you've got to work a second job or you've got to sell your house and cut back on your living expenses to take a pay cut to pay your dues, then pay your dues. Pay your dues. Mm -hmm. And so so this is the key here in this, this question. So what experience do I really need? I better go get it. All right. Third question. Now that I got those first two answers, what do I need to learn? What do I need to do? There is going to be a financial cost those as I've laid out just now. So now I've got to go realistic. What's this going to cost me financially? This is huge. You know, because the unknown here, people will just, well, kick it down the the road, and they'll make excuses going, well, it was too expensive. How do you know? (laughs) Could you have saved up for it? But what happens is we make an excuse. We go, well, it's too expensive. So I was being a smart guy. I've got a wife and kids, and I was being safe. So we pat ourselves on the back for shrinking back it's a big excuse. So how much is it going to cost? All right, fourth question. How long is it going to take? When I know how much it's going to cost and I look at my financial realities, how much I have now, how much I need to save, how long that's going to take, those two things come together. So the expectation question allows me to go, I think it's going to take me 18 months, 24 months, 36 months, 48 months, whatever it is. And so now when I look at the answers to all the questions, what do I need to learn? What do I need to do? How much is it going to cost? How long is it going to take? I've got myself all of the ingredients here to make a plan. And when I've got a plan, the fear of the unknown should dissipate. And now all of a sudden I go, okay, there is a way. I can actually see a path to the top of the mountain.
0: Oh, I love that. And I'm so glad you talked about the biggest fear being the fear of the unknown. And the key is having that absolute plan you know you can go with. So those, man... So good, because people give up. And I know you talk about in the book the secret to sticking with it. And I, I, I don't want to give the whole book away because we could literally go into every chapter and get some gold from there. But I just want to touch on before we move on to the rapid fire mm-hmm. section is, all right, so you've got your clarity. You've got qualified. You have these four questions. You're getting connected. Mm-hmm. And read more on the connection, the starting, the promoted. You have your dream job. Now, I, I'd say the biggest piece of it all is what comes next. So when you hit that, it's like now, what do you do? You talk about giving yourself away, service yeah. mentality. Can you speak more on this?
1: Yeah, this is what this is all about, David. Yeah, totally. You and I are in this situation. We're living this, and giving yourself away. The reason it's the seventh stage is because this is what purpose is all about. You can't write a book about purpose and not really reveal what purpose is about. And purpose, as we all know, is really finding our unique contribution and and making the world a better place by giving our time and talent and passion and mission away for the betterment of other people. This is the contribution we all long to make. Mm-hmm. So as you know, in the book, I write about Edmund Hillary, and it was so fun to do the research on Edmund Hillary, who, of course, the greatest explorer the world's ever known. Yep. And he's the first man to climb Mount Everest. Okay, And so um, what I love about the story is is that Hillary gets to the top of the mountain with his Sherpa climbing partner, and after they put a couple mementos down on top of the, the peak and they take some pictures together. They, they're standing there, and I can just see that they're just kind of taking it all in. They're physically and emotionally exhausted. They've made it, and they've done the pictures and all the things, and then there's just this quiet moment where I can just see them, David, just literally turning 360 degrees around. They're on top of the freaking world.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: No one's ever seen this before. Yeah. Here's what's beautiful about it. Their entire journey, they were looking up. Now, they're, they're at the top. They're in the dream job. That's stage six and stage seven, just like we are. And they're now looking out. And so when we get to stage six, the dream job, our view has changed. Now we're looking out. We see things differently. We see how big the world is. We see how now we can expand the dream. And Hillary, in that moment, looks at his Sherpa climbing partner, and he says, he points out another range, and he goes, this is the one we climb next. Hmm. That's powerful stuff. He goes on to be the first man to get to the South Pole and the North Pole. Now watch this. But at the end of his life, he was interviewed. What was he most proud of? And you would think he would talk about all three of those journeys. What he was most proud of is how he used his fame and the fortune that came with it to give back to the Sherpa community by funding schools, homes, education, and everything. And we're talking about a small amount of people that he impacted in that Sherpa community that, that, that serves the Everest climbers. And yet that was what he was most proud of. And that is what uh. giving yourself away is about. There are people on the other end of us fulfilling the dream. And there are people that we are encountering each day as we live the dream and expand the dream. It is about legacy and impact. Uh. And so that's why the book is entitled from paycheck to purpose, from income to impact, from money to meaning. I want you to have both.
0: Come on. Wow. Ken, rewind that, everybody listen to that. That is powerful. That's it. That's legacy. When people say, hey, how are you going to leave a legacy? You just hit the nail on the head right there. Giving giving give it away serve serve yeah, yeah. man I, I encourage everyone out there to go check this book out we are going to get the first five people who post about the book on social media tag ken tag myself we're going to get we're going to give out the first five that do that books of ken's phenomenal book but i'm gonna throw you on the rapid fire hot seat as we wrap up here so this can be quick answers they can be one word or a sentence whatever comes to your mind what's What's really juicing you up now? What is next for you? What is the, the the thing when you wake up in the morning, you just, man, you're fired up to go do?
1: Yeah. Uh, beyond the Daily Show, where I've got people listening from all around the world, uh, it's uh, seeing the Get Clear Career Assessment, which is the digital version of what I taught about earlier in the show on Get Clear, and seeing thousands and thousands of people take it. It's brand new. And hearing the results from people as they go, this opened my eyes to who I really am. This confirmed what I believe, mm. but no one else believed. Like, mm. It's that. I, I'm. It's about expanding the influence beyond the show and the book so and good. going, all right, how do I get this into colleges? Like we're working on college curriculum, working on coaching program. How do I expand this message so that as many people as possible can come to the realization of what I believe, that they were created to fill a unique role, if they are needed, they must do it.
0: Oh, so good. We all can do this. It's not like you have a special gift or you were just given everything. I'm from middle of nowhere, Pella, Iowa. Like we can all do it. We have this plan. Mm It is in this book. Go check it out. Can you have a favorite? I like to ask this to authors when they have books coming out. Do you have a favorite quote from the book that stands out to you? I often can't even remember my quotes that I put in there. So do you have one from the book or just one that you've always, that's, that's really just hit you hard from day one and stuck with you?
1: Yeah, you know, um, there is a there's a portion of the book where uh, I was just talking about, and uh, I don't I, I do a footnote to uh, the source it came from, but it was more of a journal. It was a commentary on Ferdinand Magellan, who was the first That's to navigate awesome, the world. Man, yes, and basically the quote was, "It's not." Magellan's accomplishment wasn't that he was the first to circumnavigate the world. It was that he was the first to show us how big the world was. Oh, yes. And I, I mean, that gives me goosebumps, yes. right? It's like the, we, you and I think we're making an impact, and there's still so much <laughs> more to do. You know, this world's so much bigger than us.
0: Uh, that's who I wanted to be when I was growing up, man. I wanted to be an explorer
1: yeah. like him. And I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more Come because on. this it. is my favorite quote, and it's not in the book. But John Wooden, the legendary UCLA basketball coach, the greatest basketball coach of all time, famously once said, "When opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare." Oh. And yes. that's like my all-time favorite quote because there was so much juice in that and so much wisdom in that statement.
0: Beautiful. Okay, fun one for you here, Ken. You're sitting down at a dinner party. You get the opportunity to invite 3 people dead or alive who you want to have conversation with, learn from. Who are you bringing to this table? And What are you guys eating? What is your go-to meal? I know. We bring the hard questions. I love this. The hard questions. I love
1: this. Okay. Uh, The three people um, would be Martin Luther King Jr. Yep. Um, And... um, Boy, this gets so hard because I love this question. Uh, We'll do MLK Jr., We'll do um, Ronald Reagan. Nice. And then we will do, um, I think, Michael Jordan.
0: Beautiful. That is eight. And I think, yeah,
1: right? Like, that's a really interesting mix. I could change that answer every 30 seconds. Um, But then we're having a surf and turf, man. We're going to have some filet and lobster tail, man. I mean, that's my that's my go-to. If we're going to sit back and, and chill, and uh, we're going to have some a world-class red wine, too. Got to have a, a really good red with that.
0: That's my go-to meal. I am crashing that dinner party for sure.
1: <laughs> Ken, oh, I know you are, right?
0: Uh, there's no question. Yeah, I'm eating it before. I might serve it and then serve it to myself yeah. and not even give you guys any. Hey, Ken, how can we all support you, follow you, basically stalk everything Ken Coleman is doing?
1: Mm. Well, the website is kencoleman.com. Uh, and you can search the Ken Coleman show on YouTube, Sirius XM, uh, we're syndicated radio show on 76 stations across the country and growing, obviously wherever podcasts are as well. Uh, the Ken Coleman show, great way to engage with us and get some coaching for free. You can call the show and, uh, we'll coach you up and get you, uh, making, uh, strides to be who you were created to be.
0: I love it. And that is from paycheck to purpose, not the other way around, believe it or not. <laughs> Check it out. November 9th, dropping. in. And the last question I have for you, just we're going to drop the mic here. Like I'm not even going to say anything else after this. Like, Kenny, it has been an absolute uh-huh. pleasure, an honor, blessing to have you on. I Thanks, love man. your content, love who you are, love what you stand for. And now we need you to drop the mic. So it can be a one mm-hmm. word, two word, a piece of advice that you would give to someone who is stuck in their situation, doesn't Mm -hmm. have a path, can't see the journey ahead, Mm -hmm. what are you telling them?
1: Your situation is not your sentence. And the pain that you are currently experiencing will make you stronger. And it is that struggle that will strengthen you for the unique role that you are supposed to play. Do not miss it. Embrace it, channel it, and use it.
0: Boom. Beautiful. Mike is dropped.